Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Uh, happy Friday. We made it to Friday. Thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord for that one. Uh, my name is Raphael. I go short by Raph. Welcome to uh, Raph's Corner, the entrepreneur parking lot, where we uh, influence all entrepreneurs, except all new entrepreneurs, upcoming entrepreneurs, um, and existing entrepreneurs on the platform. Um, all shout out to all business owners and CEOs as well. I think all those folks are all under one umbrella in um, the uh, entrepreneurial parking lot. Um, so what's up, everybody? Hope everyone's having a great week. Um, what we do here, if you're new to the group, I'll quickly explain um, that we uh, encourage, we provide resources, tools, uh, gems. We call them gems, the gem alert. Uh, we provide all that to entrepreneurs on a daily basis so that they can find a place on the entrepreneur parking lot to get help, get resources, get tools, get um, the most legit, best solution that they can find. And if we don't have the answer, we knock on someone else's door and they give us the answer uh, or we go find the answer and we get back to them. So I uh, appreciate everybody seeing some great names on yesterday. As soon as he jumps on, um, his name is Brees. I won't tear, take too much of his shine. Um, he um, he's doing some great things in New York, Looking. Um, and he can uh, talk about what he's doing with entrepreneurs in that state. Um, so we'll give him a little bit of time before he jumps on. Um, so I'll open it up to you guys. How you guys feeling? Any cool things you guys are getting from the group? Any hot topics you guys want to talk about, feel free to drop it in the comments. Let us know. Um, and I've always said on this channel, if you can um, find an answer or there's something you want to learn or see on this channel, definitely post it. Feel free to be yourself on this channel. This is not a place where you don't. This is not a place where you can't be yourself in business or you're afraid to be yourself in business. Um, because that's how you'll evolve, that's how you'll develop, that's how you'll grow by being yourself and um, really coming alive and kind of getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, that's one of the things I learned in business that, um, you know, before you really can get established in business as a business owner, it's going to take you about two years. Um, so in that two year time frame, what are you going to do to develop yourself, how you're going to get out there? How are you going to be comfortable with the uncomfortable within two years, right? So, you know, make that part of your business plan. Make that part of the process, um, you know, to make sure that, you know, you're ready. So um, I definitely encourage that, you know, because I think every entrepreneur, every business owner is growing in the process. They're growing in their role. Um, so be comfortable with yourself. And if you're not comfortable with yourself, you're going to struggle with the process. You're going to struggle evolving into that business owner um, and the other thing don't be afraid to ask for help ain't nothing wrong for asking for help right some of the smartest people uh steve jobs you need waziak you need waziak's help right so without them to apple wouldn't be where it is today so don't feel um ashamed or embarrassed that you gotta go ask for help or partner with another partner to get a different perspective um there's a lot of information out there um, at a uh, business level with research, development, um, you know, entrepreneurs. So um, definitely reach out, you know, and it doesn't have to be to 
someone in your state or someone you're comfortable comfortable with or someone you see often that's in business. So you're like, well, you know, my best friend Susan, she's in business, so I'm gonna just work with Susan because me and Susan are close and me and Susan are cool. Um, no, like it's okay to work with someone outside your group and someone that you've never worked with before because that's where the real development, the real challenge is gonna be. Um, so definitely, you know, take that home, um, work with different people, get different perspective, because um, feedback is a gift. If you're not willing to open to feedback or listen to another owner, or another entrepreneur, or another idea, and you're just locked into your vision and the way you want to do things, you may find a little bit of stagnant in your growth, or you may find the same, you repeating the same type of behaviors or doing the same strategy. Um, you guys probably seen as entrepreneurs and business owners, you've probably seen people execute or deliver the same exact thing over and over and over and over again. Now, if it's working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it's not working, you need to clean it up. You need to fix it because there's a gap somewhere and you need to address it. And uh, more importantly, you need to be real um, with yourself. Is this really working? Is this my craft? Is this my niche? Um, and then you'll see, you'll see things starting to change, right? Um, I saw a thread the other month or the other week, I think it was last month or so that, uh, people were changing their, uh, their approach in business. They were changing what they wanted to do and, and that's okay. You know, um, I'll, I'll say this too, um, be passionate about whatever you start in business. Now, if you're in it for the money and the data looks right and your analytics look right and the statistics look right and you're making money, you're good. Don't change it. But I will say, eventually, it may get a little old if you're not passionate about what you do. Um, I see people and they ask me, like, Raph, I want to start this business. What do you think? You, I want to do this. And I'm like, whatever you want to do, I'm going to support it. But I will tell you, if you're not passionate about it, you don't enjoy doing it, and you don't love it to a degree, you're not gonna wake up every day and go get it. You're not gonna do it. Why? Because it's like work to you. It's like clocking in the nine to five again. Like I, everyone knows what the nine to five feel like. You get up, gotta hit, put the pants on, you gotta get ready, brushing your teeth, you're like, oh, back, you gotta take the drive to work. You get to work, you're in there, you're doing your job, you're performing, and you're like, yo, when can I leave? Is it lunchtime yet? Um, and it's the same thing in business. If you're in a business that something that you're not passionate about, something you don't love, you're not going to want to get up extra early to be ready to perform for the day. You're just going to be like, well, let me keep this going. But it's a hobby at that point. It's not even actual, real something that you're passionate about, something that you love, something you want to do. So... Um, I encourage anyone that is getting ready to start in business or in business, um, find and do stuff that you love to do so you can get up and do it every single day. Because if you don't want to do it every single day, you may run into some challenges, some roadblocks, or, you know, a year or two years in, you may switch your, which, switch your objective. And that's not bad. That's not a bad thing, but gotta start all over again, you know? If anybody knows, starting a business over from scratch is not fun. You know, you got to do the whole process again. The EIN, the state registration, the DUNS, the, all the paperwork. Then you got to do the marketing over, then the branding. 
And then you got to select your audience, which your audience ain't going to be the same audience that you started with. You got to create a brand new audience. So, you know, whatever you do, um, definitely be passionate about what you do and uh, what you want to do. Um, it looks like I got Brees in the building, so I'm going to bring him on video um, and give him some time to talk to you guys. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Oh, hey. It's the first time I've used Facebook Live, to be honest with you. What's up? What's up? I'm doing all right. How are you? I hope everybody here is blessed today. I hope you're doing well, Raph. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, Thank you. Yeah, this is the first time I'm on Facebook Live, so I'm sorry for the technical difficulties on my It's okay, man. It's okay. I was trying to add you in, and they were like, nah, we can't let you add in. Yeah, because the thing is, but the thing is, I was trying to... um, do it from my laptop so I could screen record it so I could post post it to my channel. And um I'm guessing probably it doesn't gotcha, go well gotcha. on the on the desktop. I'm, yeah. It's probably blocking it. But the cool thing is it's gonna be mm-hmm. saved on the entrepreneur yeah, parking lot. So if you wanna go back in, do the recording thing. Yeah, I'll just it, like download it and then I'll just I'll like add you know do what I can. Sounds good. Um so I'll give you a introduction to the to the crew. Um, thanks for joining the channel. Thanks for participating today. Uh, Brees yeah. Felix, right, from yeah, uh, NYC, <laughs> uh, Brooklyn, yeah. right? Are I'm originally from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn actually. Uh, I'm in Queens right yeah. now, but I'm originally from Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn nice. up until I was 17. Nice, no. nice. So New York, shout out oh, to yeah, my man. man. He's on uh, representing you guys. I had a cool uh, time with Brees. I was able to check out his um his uh, YouTube channel uh, a couple days ago, um, What's Cooking NYC. I checked out the recent um, episode with Calvin uh, about Forex and his journey and how he handled properties um, and uh, yeah, you know, Levi Brooklyn as well. So, and I want to say congratulations to you, Brees. Um, you're in a rough, rough trenches you know like far as what you're doing in the entrepreneur park on um, the entrepreneur platform um getting other entrepreneurs to come on and talk about it on the podcast not easy to do in new york yeah. i can only imagine uh how how challenging but you're working through it and you're doing a phenomenal job so, so uh, shout out that. to you salute i love what you're doing with the culture um so i'll turn it over to you you can tell the guests a little bit about yourself um, you can talk about what's cooking, NYC, um, and whatever you want to bring to the table. All right, the so, yours, like brother. I said, hi, everybody. So, my name is Fabrice Felix. For those of y'all that don't know, I go by Brees, or some people call me Fab. I'm a young entrepreneur myself. Uh, I just turned 26. Nice. Yeah, Virgo gang. So, nice, yeah, man. you know. Happy uh, thank you. I graduated from the University of Scranton in Pennsylvania with a, a bachelor's in finance. And um, from there, uh, basically, my that's kind of where my journey started, so. When I went to college, I knew I wanted to do something in business because I've always been somebody that's very, like, numbers-oriented. And uh, math was always my favorite subject. You know, I won a lot of math bees as a kid. I was a, pre- I was a pretty, like, you know, geeky, nerdy type of kid growing up. But, you know, kind of, um, I mean, it benefited me for sure. But, you know, I got to high school, kind of just, you know, slowly yeah, rubbed, sure. like, rubbed off of me literally to where it's like, I was always got math, but, you know, I didn't really look at myself like the way I looked at myself as a kid it was just like it was just natural to me it's like I never really liked to brag like back in middle school I used to love bragging about math and stuff like that so <laughs> you was yeah, for sure. everybody in the yeah. class you was just dusting. Hmm? was you charging for homework 
That's what I was doing in college. You for real homework? Cool. I was doing that in college. There I'm not go. gonna lie. There you go. Um, yeah, high school, you know, I was nice. taking honors classes, stuff like that, advanced classes. When I got to college, um, the placement test, I got a perfect score damn near. So, like, they put me in, like, advanced math classes and stuff like that. And I'm not going to lie. That first, I had I had to switch, like, to, uh, I had to switch to, like, regular because that advanced was not, I'm not going to lie. It, it got me. And it was ironic because it was, like, the teacher, I got her husband for that class. Because um, basically, they put me, like, in advanced mm -hmm. math for, like, STEM majors. Obviously, I'm doing fine. So mm -hmm. I moved to like a business um, math class. Like it was a like a business based type of math class, mm -hmm. and same concepts and stuff. But it was just more relatable. And you know, I did very well at that. Mm -hmm. And then you know, just blew through calculus. Like it was nothing. So right. that's kind of like where my background in business kind of started. Really, just my love for math, my interest for math. I went to like this, um, there's a pretty big school in New York called Xavier High School. I don't know if anybody knows about it, but it's a very big college prep high school, uh, military school as well. And, you know, they really take pride in their education. So it's like, I feel like I was always very well prepared. So when I got to college, I guess I was like ahead of a lot of people. So um, that's when I started, well, it wasn't intentional, but it's like people offered to pay me to do like assignments and stuff. So it just, I started, I basically started, uh, you know, my first quote unquote business doing that. So nice. There you go. Yeah. Business I mean, it was nice, started. you know, nice. $15 per person every, every like two days. It was nice, you know, broke college student. At least I knew I could, was that the you know, start pay my phone of bill, like, stuff like that. Was that the start of your entrepreneurship? Was that like the moment you were like, oh, wow, I can really use my skill set and talent to really I'm gonna be real with you? No, actually, level. I'm going to be real. Like, I didn't look at it that way. I just thought, you know, you know, it's like, OK, like, you know, I have money for myself, you know, for all my expenses, stuff like that, you know, especially right. to, um, you know, it's, it's not easy going through college and stuff like that. Like, you know, live on your own and stuff like that, you know, right. have to take care of your house and um, all of those things. So it's just like first glance, uh, first glimpse of freedom. So it's just like, I didn't realize it was it would be expensive like that. So um, it definitely helped out a lot, you know, in terms of like the money I was collecting and stuff like that. I was also working part-time too. Uh, I was working in, uh, it was, I think it was the PR building for my school. I was working in the PR building and then uh, my senior year, no, my junior year, we got moved over to the admissions office. It was still doing the same thing, still working with PR, stuff like that. It was an administrative assistant type of role. So I was doing the same thing, uh, just different locations and different networks because it's like I was making um, connections with people that were like high up. Into right, right, yeah. Like yeah. deans so like and even, stuff like even that, the vice right? president of the school, like that was nice. like my, that was my guy right there because we were both Celtics. Ironically, you know, I'm from New York, but, <laughs> you know, so I'm a, I'm a huge Celtics fan. So mm -hmm. me and him every day was just talking basketball every day, like. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, shout out to Boston. Shout out to Boston. I know it's a lot of drama mm -hmm. going on over there, but shout out to y'all. Um, we almost had it last year, two yeah. games away. I was I was highly upset, not gonna lie. Right. But um, yeah. So that's kind of where uh, I was in college. From college, um, I did one like marketing internship. So that's kind of like what because I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like when you go into college, it's like you know what you want to major in, but it's like you don't really know about what you're getting yourself into. Like, people want to be doctors, but they don't understand, like, mm -hmm. this is how much it takes, like, in terms of, like, studying. 
the materials. Like People right, want to be businessmen. Right. They don't even know how to operate a business. Yeah. They don't know about marketing. They don't know about finances. They don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things that go into it. So I would say, yeah. A lot of work. So like my first, my, fir- my first two years, <laughs> I was taking a lot, a lot of ge- a ge- generic classes and stuff like that. Mixed with a couple business classes. So it's like the business, I mean, and that's the thing. I feel like the business teachers were kind of like, we're just going to give you the course just because it's how, there's a lot of professors like that where it's like, I'm just here to do my job as opposed to actually care about the subject. I'm actually going to teach you something. And it's kind of similar to, you know, the episode I just uh, dropped with Cal on network marketing when he was talking about his college professor and he was talking about, you know, that he had that one specific one who was like right-hand man's with Trump. So it's just like, you know, sometimes you find professors that really care. Sometimes you don't. So my freshman and sophomore year, it's like, Mm-hmm. Uh, the professors I personally had, like they were good professors in terms of like you know me understanding the the work yeah. and stuff, but it was whatever. But you know I managed to get through that, and then you know my junior senior year, that's why I had professors who were really like deep into it, like you know I had careers in finance and you know real estate and and you know um, investments and all all types of things like that. You know worked for big firms and you know institutions and stuff like that. So having those type of teachers, especially yeah. teachers that have their own businesses, which um, again relates to the episode I was just, I just uh, released, it made more sense because I felt like a better connection and it drew more interest to me in terms of the teachers I'm working with because these right, are teachers right. that know what they're doing. They're not just you know teaching course material like they can actually speak from personal experience. They know what's going on. So after that, um, after my junior senior year, I really felt like more into business if that makes sense yeah like i Mm -hmm. felt like i like i really knew what i wanted to do coming out originally i didn't know i was i wanted to do it was just like oh you know i'm gonna get this degree you know i'll just uh, like you know i'm just gonna find like a job that you know basically this degree get me like at the end of the day you know i was kind of like the basic mindset oh you know go to school get a degree six-figure job like simple as that meanwhile i don't know what that six-figure job is gonna be it's just i'll figure it out when i get there that was kind of my mindset and Freshman year, I was doing a, a marketing internship, and uh, it was direct marketing, so it was basically cold calling, door-to-door sales, stuff like that. I wasn't interested in it because it was uh, more so commission-based. And then on yeah. top of it, too, it wasn't necessarily an internship. Like, they labeled it an internship, but in actuality, I'm doing the same thing everybody else is doing. So it was just like, like in terms of the role and stuff right. like that, like, right. you know, my title and everything like that, I'm just a direct marketer just like everybody else. They just say internship because they want younger mm-hmm. guys to do it, if that makes sense. Right. Right. Because they're going to so, do the work. <laughs> yeah. The energy so, like, the um, yeah. when that happened, kind of, like, looking at marketing in a negative way in terms of, like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to do a commission job, stuff like that. But fast forward, after I graduated, I ended up joining a network marketing company, which uh, which is how I met Cal, which was called um, IML at the time, iMarkets Live. Um, that's where the quote-unquote Forex, you know, people came from and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, like 2020, 2021, there was a lot of scrutiny behind it. Yeah, they just had a bad reputation because there was just a lot of bad apples. It's a good company, good services, just a lot of bad apples. And um, if you want to know more about it, definitely tune into my episode that Graf mentioned before. And you could hear from my experience as well as Kyle's experience how we felt about the business itself, right? So even though I told myself I was interested in going into marketing, I ended up going into marketing because... That's basically like because the that business basically said, hey, not only are you going to market, but you're going to learn a skill set that could change your life forever, right? So, 
uh, with that, it was like that's where I first learned how to trade and stuff like that. But I was actually learning more so like um, more marketing and trading because especially like, you know, and like when it comes to younger people, they don't really care. Like with, with network marketing, one thing I'll say is they don't really care about actually using the service and the product. They're more so about selling the service and the product. So this is a company that's promoting education right. in, in, the, in the financial markets. As opposed to me actually learning how to like trade and stuff like that, um, their main focus, especially because I had a bad apple as a leader, so it's like their main focus was recruit, recruit, recruit. And then it's like, you know, social media, it's like people looking at us like we're a cult, you know, we're bad guys, we're, we just want to ask people for the money. And right. that was true on their on like, you know, their side. But for me personally, I was really interested in learning how to trade and stuff like that. So as I said in my episode, um, mm -hmm. I really had that um, desire to learn. So I really went, you know, left, right, up, down, like trying to figure it all out on my own because I couldn't really grasp um, anything that these guys were trying to show me. And then, you know, when it came to like actually learning like more on an advanced scale is well go use the products and services because you know they they have um it's one thing like you're in a group with people like on telegram like we operate through telegram like you're on telegram talking to people you right. know everything like that but the platform itself is a whole different thing like so a whole website that had like you know educational videos um you know live sessions um tools that help you you know mark like mark up the Right. Yeah, like inside, inside the actual the platform. platform. So they'll right? tell you, well, if you want to learn how to trade so bad, just go to the go to the platform, right? So uh, I went there, God. and it's just like, eh, it was like, eh, it was okay. It's like it's teaching me, but just like for what it's teaching me, I could just you know went to the internet and done that. Yeah, yeah. like, like for example, right. um, yeah. one of the biggest things was they used to the plat the platform was like basically like every tool they had said powered by TradingView, right? And for those of you that don't know, TradingView is basically a website mm -hmm. where you basically can um, mark up your charts, you know, analyze charts, stuff like that. It's basically like scrap paper, basically, for, like, traders, right? So everything is saying powered by TradingView, but these guys over here telling us, don't use TradingView, TradingView is a sin, you know, it's it's not good to use TradingView. Oh, TradingView doesn't know what it's doing. And there's a lot of young guys that were just ignorant to it. They don't know, like, they're believing this stuff. They're thinking TradingView, like... They're thinking TradingView right, is like a right. like a, a a a competitor, like they're th it's a it's a competitor or right, something like right. that. And it was funny because so, legit, just a website. Like that's like, uh, like that's like the the business I was doing was in relation to like press, like written, you know, like news releases stuff like that, and like journalism. And right. they're going and telling people don't use Microsoft Word, as if Microsoft Word is over here competing right. with us, doing whatever, selling articles or whatever. <laughs> Right. But you need right. Microsoft. But it's yeah, like you need Microsoft Word the same down. way you need trading yeah, here. Right. So it was yeah. just like <laughs> it made no sense. So after all of all of the nonsense, you know, I just decided to leave. And it's just like because I was so vocal and passionate about like you know what I was doing, and and skill wise, I was like one of the best people in my group. So it's just like people seen that, and a lot of people started to leave. Like mad people started to leave. You know, they're walking out left and right, and um. Like I said in my episode, people were looking at me like I was the antichrist of Forex because people were losing business because my because of my influence, basically. And a lot of people, you know, kind of crucified me about it. But that's the thing. There was a lot of other people, too. So I'm not going to say it was just me. But there were a lot of other people, too, that were, like, coming out, speaking out, and 
you know, people started doing YouTube videos and channels where they're exposing, you know, leaders, exposing teams, exposing like the platform itself. And me, I was just more so just against my group. I had no issue with the platform. Um, I was actually recommending people to other people. Like when people hit me up asking, how do I learn to trade? I was saying, I was actually, well, like Cal said, I was telling people reach out to Cal. I was telling people reach out to this person, reach out to that person. And people, um, some people actually did it. Some people didn't because it's just like, why are you going to tell me to go to a platform if you just left it? And I'm just like, well, I have people that work like well with it. Like, for example, um, the person who really told me how to trade is um, a good friend of mine. His name is uh, Ty. He goes by Ty the God on Instagram. And um, he's like, he was a chairman 50. So basically a chairman rank was like a six-figure earner and up, right? And the number is basically how many thousands you make a month. So he was a chairman 50, meaning he makes 50K a month. And, um, you know, he actually, like, this was before he was even a chairman. This was back when he was like, I think like a platinum 5,000, meaning, you know, 5,000 a month, um, residually, by the way. Um, not through trading. I know that was a very big misconception. People thought, oh, these were the, like the best traders and stuff like that because uh, the money they they don't like they don't know what's going on. They just see money. They see a title. That's what they're thinking. So Ty was yeah, Ty was a P five thousand at the time, and he was doing like a public like chat. I guess you could say like I don't know how I got in. I was just wandering through Telegram. I just ended up in his chat, and he was in a whole different like organization in the same company. And he was very, um, he was very down to earth, very, you know, helpful to everybody. And, you know, I stuck with him and then it's like, I went to one of the events, I met him in person, you know, I, I thanked him because, you know, he helped me out a lot. Uh, and me and him, like, we've been locked in ever since. Even after I left, he never even tried to like, get me to, you know, there's this thing called cross recruitment where it's like, basically, Raph, if you have an organization, you know, you have, let's just say you have a hundred people in your organization, mm -hmm. I have a hundred people in mine. Let's just say 10 people left yours. If I told them, you know, come to my organization, that's called cross-recruiting. Or even uh, if they didn't yeah, leave, gotcha. if I just told them, you know, leave Raph's organization, come to mine, that's called cross-recruiting. And the thing is, a lot of people used to report each other for stuff like that because, you know, some people were legit mm -hmm. doing that. Ty never tried to cross-recruit anybody. He never tried to... Um, you know, talk down to anybody's group. And like I said, he was very humble, very down to earth, very honest. And, you know, I really, like, originally I actually wanted to join his group. Like, well, not originally, but um, after I met him, I wanted to join his group. But, um, you know, he used to speak about cross-recruitment. But at the same time, too, it's just like, I was at a point where I'm just like, well, why am I going to join his group if, you know, one, he's shown me this stuff for free. Two, I feel good enough to where I don't need this platform. Like, this was when I was on my way up. So... Yeah, so I left, right. and um, you know, you still mentoring me and whatnot, but um, I just went to, I just went to the source itself, like you know, the internet. So I was going all through, right. um, you know, YouTube, Google, everywhere, just you know, trying to figure it out. And then I came across um, one person on YouTube. He goes by the Inner Circle Trader, also known as ICT, and his style of trading is called like institutional trading because he basically teaches more of algorithms as opposed to like, you know, the typical retail stuff that, you know, a lot of people tend to go online and, you know, kind of lie to people with hindsight biases and stuff and act like, you know, they're perfect. You know, they flash a Lambo and McLaren. I don't know if you ever seen me make that joke before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's it's really an industry time, thing. Cause it's like, it's not yeah. even just with Forex. It's just with, um, 
any industry because it was actually one of Ty's like mentees. He was actually pretty good too. His name is Gene. And Gene actually became an educator for the platform. Like he was really, really good. And uh, Gene made a joke where he was saying in the Forex industry, you're not legit unless you have like a Lambo and McLaren because literally all the people that sell courses on like uh, YouTube and, and, and Facebook and like Telegram, everyone, all, all they do is just say, oh, well, you know, I'm rich, I have this car, check out my Instagram, a bunch of cars, that's it. Like they don't have nothing to show for and then it's like, their trading skills are trash. They're just, you know, over leveraging. And some of them are just getting lucky, really. Yeah, say. Have, some yeah. of them are already rich and they're just using right. that image factor to leverage that it. Exactly. Leverage. And that's something like, uh, yeah, me and yeah. uh, Mike, we speak about a lot, especially through our podcast. Like, we've mentioned it so many times about how well image plays. It's a lead magnet. Yeah. yeah. It's a lead magnet, how they get their audience to drive in. You know, they're not. They're not selling the education. They're setting the value of mm-hmm. what they have to yeah, so, the audience. Yeah, so after... No. Yeah, Wait so that's kind of how it was. And it's like, <laughs> after Gene made that joke, it's like, this is so true. Like, this is accurate. Like, this is legit what the industry was. So it was like, like I said, it was a bunch of people like I could have learned from. And, well, yeah, learned. I, I say that uh, pretty lightly because obviously they're not really teaching much. But um, but I have the Lambo McLaren image. You know, I could easily go learn absolutely nothing from them. But mm-hmm. because they're rich, you Drop know, I'm gonna keep paying for this thousand dollar course every month or however long it is, right. and um, just waste my time. So I went to ICT, and like I said, he's more of an algorithmic trader, and you know, he he likes to like you know expose like these people that um do stuff like that, like. He'll always, like, let's just say, like, there's, like, some big million follower trader that flashes the whole, or I have a mansion, I have a Lambo. Like, he'll he'll expose, like, their trades, like, when they um, trade publicly and stuff like that. And for, yeah, majority of the time, he's right. I would say, at least from my experience, he's always been right. But I'm sure there probably been instances he's been wrong, but... It's rare. Like this guy is really good. He's been trading for like I think thirty plus years, and um, yeah, I give all credit to him. I feel like wow. anybody that really wants to learn how to trade, like, even it, it doesn't even matter what stock. Like he was a futures trader originally, but he translated to forex. But it's like the way he trades. So like, cause like I said, it's algorithm. So it's like you can't really like people say men lie numbers, uh, women lie numbers don't. Yeah. It's like algorithms are numbers, right? So they don't really lie to you. So it's like. Anytime yeah. I direct people to learn yeah, how to trade, go to them. Well, I'm sorry, what, what were you saying? Nice. No, I was going to say algorithms. I'm a big fan of analytics. I'm a big fan of data. I'm a big fan of algorithms. And um, over my course of time in business, every time, you know, when we, I, I used to mm-hmm. own a, a hair company, we did an algorithm test and we hit 500,000 views on this makeover. Uh, we used to be the the bundle boys, and it went viral on TikTok. And we used the mm-hmm. algorithm to do it in business. Now with Raph's coaching, I use the algorithm and analytics to drive, you know, video optimization. And then we hit like almost two million views with the. Uh, you guys probably seen it with the mac and cheese oh, yeah. video. I did. But <laughs> yeah, all that, that was, was algorithm. It was all. Uh, mm-hmm. It was all data. Um, when to push out, when not. Um, and that's another point to the audience and everybody on the platform is look at your your analytics, look at your data, and then research the algorithm because it could go in your favor 
if you're trying to push out a certain message or hit a certain target audience. Um, but you got to look at that stuff to be able to effectively, you know, push out your, your brand, your marketing, your, uh, the sell, the products and services that you try to present as a business owner. So, um, thank you for sharing for sure. Um, you know, we're going oh, yeah, to get to that add point your link yet. in the yeah, comments. I'm so sorry about that. No, you're good. Can you go? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, what's cooking NYC right. and how great, uh, I really enjoy right, so, what you're doing out there. All right, so, here's, so here's the good the part. So um, basically the way this all started. So like I said, I was going into trading. I was taking it seriously. And after I graduated, I was uh, working for uh, a luxury watch retailer um, in the finance department. I was working for a Torno. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but you know, it's a, uh, it's a big luxury retailer. So they sell like high end stuff. Ro uh, Rollies, uh, Paddocks, um, I think Cartier, yeah, Cartier's, all types of watch. But I was working in finance, so I didn't really, like, care too much about, like, you know, the sales and stuff like that. I just know when I go to, like, big luxury malls, there's always a store somewhere, right? Especially being in New York, there's, like, locations all over Manhattan. So uh, I was working in finance for, like, what, like, three, four years. And basically, I had this calling to where I was just, like, I wanted to go full-time into training and stuff like that. But at the same time, I had the idea for the podcast, too. So I was just, like, you know, let me just save like some money for like at least, you know, the next six months or so, like, you know, eight months to get everything underway and start up the podcast. So um, a lot of what caused me to start the podcast too was kind of motivation. Like, I feel like I was just seeing like messages everywhere. Like people were telling me to do it. Um, mm -hmm. Advertisements are talking about, you know, risk taking. I'm listening to music where people are talking about risk taking. I'm just nice. like, damn, you know, let me just make this jump because I've been hesitating on it. So I finally jumped into it. Um, uh -huh. I ended up quitting my job and I went full time to trading since June. And um, thank you. Nice. Thank you. And the podcast was something I had uh, brainstormed since like April and uh, actually March. But I didn't actually start working towards it in April. Uh, you know, unfortunately, my aunt passed away. And, you know, it, it, it hit me hard towards just like, I felt like, you know, I really had to, you know, step my, th like, step step everything up for, like, for myself and for my family, because it's like, you know, she meant a lot to us. So it's just like, you know, I want to do something to make us, make the whole family proud, being that, you know, we're in such a negative, like, you know, in a sad place. Yeah. So after right, that yeah. happened, um, you know, like I said, it's just, I just felt like a calling. Like, you know, I'm not really like the most spiritual. I mean, I'm somebody that goes to church, you know, I pray a lot. I'm not like, you know, that person that over exaggerates everything with, you know, like spirituality, horoscope, stuff like that. But I'm just like, I feel like I'm just being called to do this. So I finally jump started in um, July. And basically the whole idea was uh, basically centered around an idea my my friend actually gave where he wanted to do a podcast um, in general. Like it was just going to be a basic podcast, talk about whatever. And it said, and then from there, I was like, you know, I want to start my own, but I want to do something different. And it's just that, you know, in New York, I feel like what draws a lot has been music. So it's like every time you look at a, a, a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever, the first thing they show is like, oh, well, the, well, the most, the most of what they talk about is like music, like who's the hottest artist coming up, you know, who's the hottest artist, you know, on a mainstream level. Like it's, it's just all surrounded about music, especially. Like New York, like not to be arrogant, right. but New York kind of has right. the music industry on, in the chokehold right now, you know, especially through the drill stuff right. and all that. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, yeah. a lot of these, um, these like these platforms, they only promote like music and they're promoting violent music. Like they're not even promoting like positivity. 
want to promote. I want to promote something. Yeah, right, I want to promote something educated. positive, and I wanted to promote something different. So I was just trying to, you know, brainstorm. I'm just like, like what hasn't been done? And I'm just like, what about businesses? Because a lot of these businesses they promote these same artists that's not even promoting the back. So I said we could work with businesses, especially to right. it's like a lot of scrutiny, a lot of back and forth, big viral Facebook arguments when it comes to businesses and everybody's. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Let me say not to interrupt you. I will never. I just read them for fun. Anybody on Facebook about business? I love your comment. I like it, but I'll never spend my energy doing that. Mm -hmm. We got to stop doing that as business. Especially, owners especially from yeah, especially from on, business on, uh, owners' perspective, because it's like it looks unprofessional. But yeah, I'm just like. You know, I don't see people yeah, promoting like, businesses and it's like people always complain if people don't support them. So let me be that person to support you, right? Like if you're a startup, you know, let me let me show some love, right? Love and then on top of it too, like I said, like when it comes to these artists, like like for example, clothing lines, you see artists wear all these lit clothing lines and stuff, but nobody even knows about them except what the design is. Like they don't even know who the designer is. They don't know anything. Right. And I see that a lot. I see like no history. I don't know or understand what the what the brand is, the label, what the mm -hmm. meaning is. It's nowhere to be found. It's just like where my right. where my t shirt. Like why? Yeah. Why? I said this on a live before. I was like, why would I buy your stuff over any other person mm -hmm. that I'm a fan yeah. of? Like why? <laughs> so brand message is super important. Your vision statement, your mission statement. Um, I'm glad then, you said you that because I feel like a lot of people forget about that. They're just so in, so uh, into the whole, I have a business, it's time to get rich. They don't even think about things like, you know, like, right. you know, their their mission statement, like you said, you know, being ethical and stuff like that. But um, yeah, basically, a uh, good friend of mine, his name is Fetty Bruno. Um, he's, a, he's a clothing designer in Brooklyn. His... Um, as like the New York scene and music started to pick up, his clothing line kind of went crazy because most of these rappers, like a lot of them are like, you know, famous and signed out, like, you know, Fabio, like people like that were all wearing his brand. Like, you know, before, like, you know, the Globe and stuff, like this is like the brand everybody's putting on. Like if you look at a lot of, even now, like if you look at a lot of these hot artists in New York, like most of them are wearing his design. So I seen him, I seen him um, get a, what's it called? I seen him do like an interview. And I said, you know, that's wavy, like, like a clothing line. Get it? Like, I, like for once, I'm not seeing, you know, artists, artists, artists. I'm seeing like business, and I was like, that's wavy. And it's like I know him right, too, right. so it's like, I said, yeah, you know, like it, it just kind of helped me, like stir it into, like it helped me stir to the pot where what I was like interested in doing. I'm just like, yeah, we could do something like that. So when I when I seen him, uh, we spoke about it. And we got it done. You know, the episode is out. That was actually the the the, the prior episode, episode five. That's the episode I did with him. And um, just from there, it was just like, nah. after I seen him do, like, an interview with other people, I was just like, yeah, I could definitely make this work where not only am I doing clothing lines, but I'm doing all types of businesses. And some businesses, some people wouldn't even think are, like, an actual entrepreneurial business, right? So it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, with my platform, I'm more about, um, not just exposure, but education. Like, I want people to understand, like, you know, a business isn't just office space, suit and tie. Or, you know, for the younger people, it's not just clothing line or, you know, makeup artists or, um, right. you know, all type. Because I feel like the thing with a lot of younger people, they, they kind of think, you know, I have to have a clothing line, I have to do hair, I have to, you know, be a barber, I have to, like, you know, do the same things that everybody else is doing to be like, or for the majority is doing to mm -hmm. be a business owner. It's like, no, you could 
do a lot of things. I have one person that, you know, I can't wait to get her up. She she started her own uh, juicing line. Well, juice company. Yeah, juice company. Nice. And it's, it's been doing very well. And I feel like, you know, that's something a lot of people would, would go over their head, you know? They wouldn't think that, you know, especially right. health, yeah. wellness, fitness, you know, that's stuff that really sells the most because, you know, everybody everybody wants to be healthy. Yeah, I, mean, I love fitness. Yeah. <laughs> right, for sure. Fitness has changed yeah, my see, life, by the I did way. See wealth, on your page. Like, health and wealth is like mm -hmm. changed everything about me. Like, um, I personally, I'll tell you, like, last year, like, I was still on my grind. I was business and I was locked in, but that was all I cared about. That's all I cared was the business, my family taking care of them, but I never took time to invest in myself to want a better body, a sharper mind. And I was driving one day, I was listening, I was going my way to work, I'm listening to music, rap, you know, the same old wake up, trying to wake up, get ready. And I like, I stopped and I said, yo, this ain't helping mm -hmm. you know, like, my actually my barber said, he gets cutting hair and he's like, sometimes I'm cutting hair, I got my AirPods on and I'm listening to an audio book. So that was in my mind. And when I was driving, I was like, wait a minute, like I'm listening to this rap music, I'm driving and this is like, I'm pumping up. I said, this ain't helping me mm -hmm. at all for my day. So I throw on a, um, I throw on real quick, I throw on um, a motivational YouTube and it was Tony Robinson. And Tony was like, yo, if you really want to take yourself to the next level, you need to take care of your body. And I was like, I've heard him say this before and I've heard him over the time. And I used to be a fitness guy on and off, on and off for like 10 years. And I'm like, nah, you, it don't work that way. Mm -hmm. You got to work with your heart and your mind yeah, and that's when you make the change. And so I started taking care of my body. And then like the first 10, 15 days, once I started taking care of my body, my whole world changed. Like my whole focus changed, my work ethic changed, my business changed. Like I, all these doors started opening. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like it's been crazy. But to your point, yes, fitness, health, like you gotta be able to take care of yourself, invest in yourself first before you can really take care of okay. anything else. Yeah, cause, I was thinking, yeah, because uh, what's it called? I actually have a, um, an episode with a, uh, what do you call it? a physical trainer as well. So it's just like, it's going to be coming. It's actually like the the episode after my next one, actually. So I want to say it's October I now. I'll probably say it. like, Definitely. probably like the end of October, probably November will be out. Begin November, it'll be out. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. His name is Pooks. But yeah, he like he was saying a lot of the same things you were saying. Like it really starts with from a mental standpoint, and you know it's it's all about just being mm -hmm. disciplined and you know um, being focused. Because even me, like I was athlete my whole life. I played soccer. I played rugby. I played basketball. And yeah, soccer tough sport, man. Daughter played soccer. Woo. Yeah, she had. I played. I played up till I was like fourteen. But um, yeah, like I was saying, uh. Yeah, no, when, like, my athletic career was over, it's just, like, I was just kind of bored. Like, it's, this was in college, too, because, like, right. I remember, I think it was my sophomore year, I had a concussion, and it kind of sidelined me. And the thing is, it's, like, I was prioritizing myself. Like, everybody was prioritizing sport instead of, you know, school. I'm prioritizing school, my job, everything right. over the sport. So it's, like, when they told me I'm out six to eight weeks, I'm like, this is probably the six, best six to eight weeks ever. <laughs> right, right, because you can really, like, work on, like... Yeah, like, everybody else is just like, oh, yeah. he's slacking. Oh, he doesn't want to come to practice. Oh, he could at least watch. I'm like, no, I'm going to go to work. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to get some watch? extra hours at work. <laughs> like, I'm going to get some homework done, you know, like, things like that. 
And um, nice. yeah, it's like after nice. that, it just got me to be more more active in the gym more and whatnot. And then uh, I'm not gonna lie, senior year, um, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was dating this girl, so it's like it did kind of distract me from like everything. But school, I mean, I still prioritize school, but like in terms of like going to the gym stuff like that, I kind of got right, lazy right. for a little. But I just actually started getting back in tune, like since yeah. since um nice, since I'm a full, actually full time training because it's like I have more time, so it's like I go to the gym in the night and morning whenever right. I really feel like it. So yeah. Nice. nice. Well, great talk, great chat. Thank you, Brees. I appreciate everything you took us through today. Yeah, I was about uh, to say. You want to tell the audience in the group where to find you? Uh, feel free to do that. Uh, we'll pin the link so they can get to your YouTube channel. But uh, where can they find you? Yeah, How can they connect um, with you? I think I put my link here. Yeah, them. my link is in the comments. Uh, on Instagram, my Instagram nice. is uh, what's cooking underscore NYC. Uh, right now, I just started up like the what you call it, like the streaming. So. For people that can't do it on YouTube, that want it on like Apple, Anchor, Spotify, it's all there. If you go to my Instagram, my link tree is there with all the links. If you want to be featured on the show, there's an e-form in my link tree as well. Probably should have posted it, but um, yeah, I'll post it in the group. I'll post it in the group. Yeah, that way everybody that's looking for it can find it. But uh, yeah, like I said, anybody, you don't have to be from New York to be on my show. I had uh, two guys from Philly come up for my second episode, so. I'm sorry, my no fourth episode. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm open to working with everybody. It's an exposure platform, not necessarily like a picky one at that. So you know, I, I feel like some people shy away because one, they think it's I'm, because I'm from New York, I won't work with them, and two, they think because you know it's a show like hosted by me, it's like I'm not gonna give them the spotlight. If anything, you're getting the spotlight. I'm more of like the yeah. I check that out. Like, kind of. does not do that. <laughs> like he doesn't do that at all. Like he gives people their time, gives them to speak, and like he really is mm -hmm. just supporting them. So uh, definitely really cool to see. You don't see that a lot from people. They kind of like take the spotlight away and make it about them. So uh, shout out to you and thank you yeah, for all that you're that. doing with the group. And uh, yeah, I look forward to working with a lot of y'all in the near future. Right, well. Raph, I gotta have you come to the studio too. I saw, yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw you filled out the oh, e-form. I'll probably gonna be back in the studio around like because yeah. I have so many episodes to push out. It's like I probably won't be back to like December or whatnot. But nice. when when the time is there, you know I'm definitely reaching out to you. I need you in the studio, man. <laughs> you already know I'm bundling up and mama yeah, Definitely need me there, bro. <laughs> All right, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, thank you for all the new entrepreneurs, the existing entrepreneurs, and the future entrepreneurs. If y'all need anything, definitely reach out to each other. Reach out to Breeze. Watch out to me, um, and we'll be here for you. I'll see you guys on Monday. We got another special guest. If you want to be featured on uh, this platform in the group with other entrepreneurs, definitely shoot me a DM. I'll get back to you. We'll schedule yes, you some time. Uh, let's keep working together, dropping gems. I appreciate everybody's love. Right, everybody, have a good night. Have a I great appreciate night. it, bro. Thanks, Bruce. I appreciate it. All right, safe Talk weekend. Bye, man. Talk to All you. Right.